Okay. All right, we're back. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So today is uh, Friday, the 20th of it March, correct? Yeah, it is the 20th of March. And um, <laughs> I guess um, a- as of, I guess, Monday was our last training day, correct? Yeah, Yep. correct. And this is our first podcast in a while, and this is... Yeah, I think it's it's probably been a it's five weeks. Yeah, five weeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, at least. Yeah. and I think that uh, well, first off, everybody, welcome to the welcome <laughs> to <laughs> the new uh, yeah. the new life yeah. and uh, <laughs> off the platform uh, quarantine podcast. edition. <laughs> quarantine edition. Yeah. Um, uh, I I think that I spoke with Cam about this. I felt that it was really important for us to kind of um, ramp up and start getting some more material specifically yeah. just so people just right for to sure. hear us and get connected and just to have something because even for me just having a podcast in the background yeah <laughs> speaking <laughs> will help yeah, you know yeah, pass definitely. those times and more specifically having it be about weightlifting but even on a deeper level like this is exactly our wheelhouse like this is there's some uh, you know emotional and mental shit happening right now and having a narrative and having people talk about it is sometimes a really good way of acknowledging what we're feeling and also finding our way through it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was just texting with a friend about this and, you know, this is, this is our wheelhouse, right? Is, is talking about these experiences and right now we're really up close to an experience we've never had. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's, there's some really interesting opportunities to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. And I think ramping up the podcast is going to be cool just because, you know, we also have a different kind of opportunity where it's like everything is happening in real time. So it's so going to be, fast. <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be really interesting to yeah. come back to this in, in three months or a year and yeah. be like, holy shit, that's what we were feeling at the time. And, mm. and also for other people to just, I think we'd like to get, I don't know, maybe like we'll remotely get more, some more people involved or right. something like that. And I think that this is a really unknown time for everyone. And I think that, being able to discuss your experiences allows you to detach from them in a way that's really hard to do when you're keeping it internal. So even, yeah, I think it's really important to be able to be, (laughs) sorry, I'm just laughing because I feel like he's quietly (laughs) moving. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I'm excited because the same thing for me where I felt like, you know, my mind keeps wandering in a bunch of different places Mm. and it's like, it's a wave and it's up and down. Um, Mm. but having this podcast feels really anchoring and familiar and also just a great way to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're practicing social distancing. Totally. (laughs) And, uh, just, just give everyone an update. So we, uh, um, Kim and I are at the gym. We are in here. Uh, it is quiet. It is vacant. Um, Staff have been coming and going and just grabbing some material because we just found out that on Sunday, Governor Cuomo has mandated that, you know, everyone stay in place. Um, uh, Obviously, non-essential people uh, stay in place, but those who are essential can migrate and move around. But obviously, if you need to go to the park or buy groceries, those are things that are, you know, safe and allowed. Um, But yeah, I think since Monday, Monday was our last training day. Mm it's been pretty empty, and I I have to say I'm definitely I'm sad. Yeah. Um. Um. Disappointed. I'm also frustrated. Um. Yeah. But I'm also aware that I have to kind of acknowledge that and then find 
the solution on how to best service, you know, our team and our community and, um, and just, I guess uh, it's one thing Anthony said is have hope. And, mm. um, yeah. And then one of the things that I immediately went into was the reality of, okay, some of us aren't going to be able to touch a bar. Some of us yeah. are not going to see each other much, but what is the one thing that that I always know is super important about what I've created. And, and it's been about that coach and athlete relationship and that bond. And, um, and that bond is also deeper because every individual experience I have with all my athletes, they have that uh, same uh, deep connection with each other, mm-hmm. right? Maybe they are different, right? In nature and who they are, but they all know they have a, a relationship with, with their coach that motivates them and helps them. And so, um, immediately going into, Hey, let's, let, let's get on a zoom call. Let's get everyone talking. Let's talk about our fears. Let's talk about what's going on. Let's find a way to support each other. And, and also for me to be in front of them and let them know that I'm still thinking about what things can we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it just really went into like, you know, physically moving. We talked about this body move mind situation is this is like one of those severe elements where it's yeah. not just body move minds like you need this for your mental health totally right having connection even mm-hmm. speaking to someone and just moving your body like feeling like you're a part of it and in it mm-hmm. um so i mean that's the state of affairs that we're in right now just literally every day figuring out as we go like making plans and adjusting which yeah. is amazing because yeah. i had, vita caught me yesterday i was like why am i so tired these mm. last three days than I've mm. ever been in mm. the last month. Mm-hmm. And like, and I'm okay with sleeping six hours. I have yeah. a kid who wakes me up and she was just like, it's because you're like literally just mentally constantly thinking of multiple things, multiple ideas, uh, multiple plans. Well, and I you're think trying to keep them in the forefront. Right. Exactly. So it's like the mental stress of it. It's, it's so it's changing so fast mm-hmm. that you, you really can't, you know, take your finger off the pulse, basically. Yeah. So it's like the activeness of having to think about what to do yeah. next is just, it's so disruptive because there's no moment of when you can like sit back for a couple hours right. and be like, okay, I have this plan in place yeah. and I can trust that all the elements of the plan are going to be able to function totally. because like we keep saying, we don't know, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Before we go further, mm-hmm. I had actually wanted to start this, yeah, go for this podcast off with one of my favorite quotes of all time, which I feel like is really, really relevant. Um, so it's by this uh, Buddhist philosopher, um, uh, Pema or Pima uh, Shoron, mm-hmm. and it's only to the extent that we expose ourselves over and over to annihilation can that which is indestructible in us be found. Mm-hmm. So that's just like, I don't know, I feel like that's such an appropriate quote for the moment just because this is, I, I keep feeling like this is the moment of of really understanding what it means to be mentally tough. Sure. Yeah. I um, mean, of course, there's, you know, there's a lot of other things we're going to go into, but sort of like, it's a moment of understanding and learning resilience mm. and, and how to cope and like, what does that mean? And understanding like how to, like how we navigate this is, is going to tell us a lot about ourselves yeah. and like, it's going to give us a lot that we can take into the future. Yeah. I think that one of the, the, the huge parts of it is that, you know, this is a virus and you yeah. don't see it. Like mm-hmm. we don't, it's, it's not like you load a bar and you see that weight 
mm-hmm. you know what it is that, yeah. that the stressor that's giving to you that you're about to pick up. It's like, this is an unknown thing. You don't see it. And you can only witness whether someone is ill, mm-hmm. right? Or someone has died. Yeah. And so the, the mental capacity to realize that w- decisions that you make mm-hmm. affect not just yourself, if you're in the demographic where you're going to be healthy, yeah. is like other people putting them in harm's way. Right. And it's it's very clear that you start to really see um, people who either take into account like, wow, like what I'm doing right now could affect someone else. Mm-hmm. And at the same time is keeping me to doing what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's superhuman to be like, fuck it. I'm 35 years old. I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Let me have my what I need for myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And then to go against that, like, but if I do X or just start running around, I could harm a large po- portion of the population. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that's, I think that the stress is hard to deal with because there's nothing tangible you can grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that nothing tangible, right. It's it's that I just feel really lost without being able to make a plan, honestly. Yeah, yeah. the routine. <laughs> yeah. That, and actually yeah. something you said that reminded me of what I wanted to say was the our brains are so amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the why routine is so easy because your brain doesn't need to figure out what to yeah. do next. Right. It just starts putting things in order, mm-hmm. right? Your, your your brain is intelligent. It doesn't want to use that much energy to figure something out. Mm-hmm. So once there's a structure, great. The structure yeah. is there. I don't yeah. even need to expend yeah. more energy. Right. Let's just go through the structure. Right. But now when that thing is lost, mm-hmm. your brain is having to figure out constantly. Right. right. Trying to create order, well, yeah, trying yeah. to create the, something that's cyclical. It's really the like the neurological activity in your brain is really really active right now because mm-hmm. it's trying to like solve the new problem constantly, mm-hmm. right? And there's yeah, and the the structure is just very. Um, right. I mean, it's not there; it's lacking. I, so. I feel like it's <laughs> one of those. I feel like it's I'm one of those mouses in those test facilities mm-hmm. where they're like put them in these um in these little mazes, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like running forward and I'm like, oh, there's a left. And then this door shuts. No, that's not it. And then it's like, okay, I'll go right. No, that doesn't. And you're constantly being like, you can't do this. You can't do this. This is not an option. This is also not an option. You can't Mm -hmm. do And you're having to like, and and that to me is like, oh, that makes sense. Like I get why our brains really enjoy just the process of routine, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The constant need to kind of just like have something that's cyclical. Yeah. It, it almost creates space in our brain to kind of calm down. Oh, for sure. But um, but we don't have that option now. No. So now it's like you know, just accept what's yeah. in front of you and 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 make the best decisions and also find time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Find find a way to find that mental space and calm. Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah, I, I I've always really. Uh, been into the word acceptance because I feel mm-hmm. like that's a it's such a powerful um, understated word because it's really about acknowledging the circumstances and being aware of them but also I don't know um, yeah just acknowledging without uh, hiding or running away or or trying to deny anything that's happening mm-hmm. yeah and so I feel like that is a really powerful and important word for the moment because yeah. it's really 
it's like we need to acknowledge what's happening for sure. Oh, um, yeah. But also, yeah, not just finding the line between not letting it overwhelm us is really difficult. Yeah. I think that um, I was talking uh, to my wife, Ida, who always just always presents amazing questions to me. And um, one of them, w- one of the things we talk about in weightlifting consistently is paralysis by analysis. Mm. And I think yeah. that in this situation, it's like so many people inundate themselves with information. Oh, yeah. They're reading this I'm and totally then that and then Facebook this. and then this <laughs> one and that Facebook <laughs> yeah. story and this Facebook story and then this and the Instagrams. And it's like you get to the point where you're just paralyzed. Well, mm. like, should I do anything? Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I even removed myself from like some family chats, like mm-hmm. someone like, but it's like, I can't, I, I, I need to be calm, make good decisions, be a good husband, father, and a leader. Mm-hmm. And if I inundate myself with constant stories, what more stories do I need than the ones that are right in front of me? Mm-hmm. I was on this chat with a family and it was just like, there's this story and then this story and then this story. I'm like, stop it. Like, if you just open your eyes and look at the people around you, the stories are there. Mm-hmm. In our own community of crew, like, some of them are, like, having to go to work because they provide a service that helps the rest of the community. Yeah. And they're in harm's way. Mm-hmm. And they're losing staff members and people are dying. And it's like, and this is like, I don't need to look at anywhere else, but what do we need to do right now? And I think that paralyzes people. Like, they, they feel like they need to inform us of more, 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 more. To perpetuate more fear, and the well, reality is like it's it's it, fear is there. It's like it, we're all afraid of of what we cannot control, but it's like. So I'm that, gonna I'm gonna yeah. uh, jump on that a little bit, and I think you're right, but I think that the lens is a little bit different, right? I think y- you kind of ended on the right place. It's it's more about control, actually. Yeah. I, it's more about like okay, if I read more, if I get more information. I'll have more control. That's it. I think that for me, that's... I don't know if it's more control. Well, for me, at least, that's the way I I kind of perceive it. We're not trying to create more fear within ourselves. I think it's like we're trying to, you know, a lot of people anyway are trying to get as much information as they can. I'm not saying this is a good thing, but I'm saying that's a way to maybe control that fear or like or like find a sense of like okay i know what's going on Mm -hmm. and i think that that is definitely what's happening with the inundation of reading things so i think it's coming from a place of maybe that's right it's coming from a place of fear Mm. and and maybe that's that's why that keeps happening and i think that yeah it's also like this weird element of it's it's a ticking news story so i think that that that's kind of like the weird, um, it's, I don't know, car crash element of it. It's like. That is exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's like, what, what, why, if you're, if you're spending time in front of a screen, mm-hmm. whatever, how many minutes of your day, reading a story about how someone else is being affected. Yeah. How much of that time are you doing to help someone who needs help? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, where, where is, like, is, where is that part? Mm-hmm. Are you really helping anyone mm-hmm. or just yourself so yeah. you feel safe that's in your house? Yeah. And then to me, that's why I'm like, no, I, give me information. Mm-hmm. What is my governor saying? What is my mayor? Okay, I know what I need to do in my state. Now, what can I do to service my right. inner circle, my, my yeah. family, my community, yeah. and be a leader and help them? Right. 
That's basically what we should be doing. Yeah. Not perpetuating more story, more Mm -hmm. fear and just, and just spiraling into just like psychosis because like, this is like, you have to keep your eyes forward. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to keep their eyes forward. You accept that you're, you have fear. You accept that you are in this situation. I get all those, but I had this analogy of, I had a frustration with a, with a, with well, a friend of mine. Well, touching your face. Oh, well, I, I, <laughs> my <laughs> eyebrow, by the way, my eyebrow. Uh-huh. Um, I, that, I was like, it's, if this is like, the Blasio was like, if this is a war time mentality, great. Okay, I understand that. We all have to be safe and smart. But the concept of the foxhole, right? Like, you go into this foxhole to protect yourself, right? But if we're all in there, if there's four of us in there and there's one guy in the corner or female, whoever, it's just yapping away at like how this is bad. This is all going to go south. This is all bad. And that person is yelling so loud that it pulls the attention of what is coming after you and keeping the morale of the people in this foxhole like low Mm -hmm. and fearful. What do you do? Either A, you get rid of that person. Yeah. Or B you build another foxhole. Well, my question is, do you, are you seeing this actually happen within our community as much as you're seeing it happen inside the outside the greater world? Because outside in the greater world. Yeah, because I feel mm-hmm. like personally, I feel like our community is actually doing pretty well and mm-hmm. that people are finding solutions mm-hmm. personally, just from, from what no, I've no. seen. Yeah. I definitely see that. And, and what I'm... Okay. Uh, and so we... Sorry, we had a little... Technical <laughs> issue. Yeah, technical so the question was that I see that in our community. Yeah, because you were just you were just speaking about you know you're seeing a lot of uh, mm-hmm. distracting people. Uh, yeah, and but if yes. if that was actually something you were perceiving in our own lifting, weightlifting, fitness community, or if that's something you're seeing in the outside so world, the answer is no. And yeah. this is what I love about what we have as people, mm-hmm. as humans who decide to challenge ourselves, not only physically in the sport that we choose, but also choose to challenge ourselves um, mentally. Mm-hmm. That one of the things that I've always believed that if you're going to be a phenomenal um, weightlifter or any type of weightlifter, like you have to be solution oriented. You mm-hmm. have to want to find your way out of that dungeness crappy shitty yeah. <laughs> like lift right mm-hmm. and so i think one of the things that i try and what i would i just realized was like i'm so thankful that i'm mm-hmm. surrounded by people like that yeah that it's usually the people who are outside of that that don't have those tools like mm-hmm. we're so blessed yeah to be surrounded by people who have those tools mm-hmm. that i just can't and maybe this is a, a flaw of mine that I need to improve upon, but I can't, I just have to distance myself from those mm-hmm. people. Like I, I only have so much energy yeah. in me to take care of my family, my community, my athletes. And if I just can't reach across again and try to help them see something that they don't see. Yeah. I think that's totally right on. I mean, one thing I, I've been coming back to a lot is, you know, we joke about, stronger people being harder to kill yeah. right that's like a good you know <laughs> that's an it's inside true. joke or whatever but but i feel back to also what i said in the beginning this is this is a moment of testing y- mm-hmm. you know your your ability to be not necessarily indestructible but y- you know what i mean um yeah. 
and that this all of the practice we've done about mental resilience and mm -hmm. and becoming a better person and finding solutions like this is this is the moment where the practice in a totally different way totally you know comes to light and things are exposed and and where you yeah like all of everything we've developed inside the gym you know is coming to play in real life and 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 very quickly yeah. <laughs> and very seriously yeah. you know i mean that's a, that's a amazing thing about the bond between um, weightlifting athletes is it, it, we're not a team per se. We're not a basketball yeah. team where each yeah. person has a role. Yeah. It's like everyone's an individual and experiencing their own life, mm -hmm. like the same way they experience their own training. Yeah. But the bond comes from the understanding is like, no matter how hard and difficult the task is, we always come up on the other side. Mm -hmm. And that is the bond that we're always overcoming. Mm -hmm. We're always finding a solution, yeah. which is one of the fundamental things that we've always talked about in this club. And that is what brings us together. That regardless of how challenging whatever anyone is experiencing, we all know that in the end, we're going to come out the other end. Mm -hmm. And that is a bond that is phenomenal. Because it's not as if I'm relying on you to hold this ball. It's like yeah. you empower me. Mm -hmm. Not only you empower me, but you just make me feel that, yes, I have an opportunity to overcome and be successful. You inspire me. Right. And that to me is a phenomenal bond that is just, it forces you to be a better self because if totally. I can be a better self, yeah. then someone witnesses that, then that person will be a better self yeah. rather than holding their hand. It inspires them. Yeah. And that is like, I'm very thankful for the, the people who have been committed and continue to be committed. And yeah, I mean, that's like the biggest thing I'm happy, I'm happy for right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it, it's it, it's an amazing, well, I don't know how to put it, like, it's amazing to be around such creative, like, resilient people because it shows you what you're capable of stepping up to and becoming, yeah. you know? And, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, almost everyone that I follow personally or, like, that I know is a coach or an athlete is trying to find their own way through this in yeah. really positive ways and and be as creative as they can to like have a good attitude and also just find some structure. And yeah, and I think just hearing you, just hearing you speak about what this moment necessitates from you is really cool because it, it reminds me too to become a better person and to, and what I am capable of doing and achieving in this moment, even when I feel like really unsure and also anxious as well as mm -hmm. much as anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that that's, you know, this is our first <laughs> podcast back <laughs> yeah. <our> quarantine <laughs> right. podcast. So I hope that, um, I hope that this is like a really useful, helpful thing that people can listen to and yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're going to be quarantined for a while. So, so expect a lot more. And, you know, I, I'd love to bring some other people on and see mm -hmm. what they're doing and how they're feeling and experiencing. Yep. And, and I'm also really interested in, in diving deeper into other elements of, of what it means to be quarantined. And, you know, like we're not that, we're not really talking about the tactile as usual. Like we don't want to really focus on like, 
what are you doing to be fit? You know, <laughs> like <laughs> we're going to, you know, we're going to stick to like, what does it mean to be a business owner in these like uncertain times yeah. and to be a coach and how do you keep morale? And, and there's a lot of other like very yeah. exposing questions that yeah. we want to kind of get into. And it really, yeah. it really brings home mm-hmm. like for me, um, you know, always saying blessed and so on and so <laughs> forth. But the reality is like, okay, I'm a business owner. Sure. People show up for a service. Great. And now they're not allowed to come to do that. So what's going to keep them connected? Mm-hmm. So if you have, and there's nothing wrong with having a service where there's not a lot of deep connection. Great. Yeah. If you just want to have a product that you sell it and you buy it and there's nothing there, then phenomenal. Good for you. If that's what you want. But the fact that like, one of the foundational parts of what I've done is about a coach and athlete having a connection mm-hmm. and having a commitment to each other yeah. to see whatever it is their goal is. Like that is the only reason I have a club right now. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just leave and mm-hmm. not have to pay? Right. You know, and I'm like, I'm so thankful that that's been important for me. It hasn't been just about, making money, which I need to, to pay bills. And (laughs) my daughter and my, now my new son, who's like just two months old, like I'm so thankful that it's deeper than just weightlifting. Right. And, and that's what you've been preaching, you know, and it's showing through, like, I think you should also perceive it as, you know, not just, of course you're thankful and grateful about that, but also you built it. Right. Mm. And I, I think it's important to acknowledge that, you built the community that relies on each other mm. and and that's a really amazing model and it 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 was really different than just looking at it like okay we're a club and and people come and train mm. and then you know they don't really connect that much but i think the model that you built which is we all c- came here for a purpose and that purpose is to continually challenge ourselves through difficult situations mm-hmm. is really paying out, you know, like yeah. and in a way that I think you couldn't have really perceived in any other way. You know, it's different than like, OK, like we're we're going to a competition and a lot of people are really successful, which, by the way, did happen. But this is really, really interesting because. It's it's a moment when you're stripped of everything else. And so now we're looking at the bare skeleton and we're seeing, like, does this framework hold up? And it's proving that it does. Yeah. So I think that you should be really proud of that. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I am. And, um, and, and I will acknowledge that, yeah, I have fear and I have my own mind racing through a lot of scenarios. And, like, I we had an amazing team meeting. Like, I am also very confident strong and resilient to the fact that no matter what we need to do, we will always remain and I will always continue what I'm doing, whether it's in this facility or another facility or anywhere else. So yeah, I, I have, I have what Anthony said, hope. Yeah. I, and actually it was funny. He said that cause I literally three weeks ago, again, my, my feet are like always throwing stuff at me to make me think like, I question like, is hope, is having hope real? Like, mm. is it, yeah. Is that a real thing? Is it important to have hope or mm-hmm. is it a, are you, is it not really quite as tangible and mm-hmm. should you not mm-hmm. have hope? Should you just have like a plan or, right. or something that you can measure? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I'm always talking about yeah. subjective, objective, yeah. like, yeah. and right now I'm like, I'm so fucking glad there's hope mm-hmm. because 
yeah, you know, that, that there will be another side. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I've just recently got off the phone with another club coach and it was just really awesome to, to, to talk to another coach and share the same yeah. thoughts and, and fears and, and, and also be of action. Like yeah. we know that's there. Great. I got to think about today and this week and then we'll take another week as, as it comes. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's what we do. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of training. That's yeah. the kind of mental and yes. emotional training that we do day sure. in and day out. For sure. And I'm really happy that it's part of my makeup. Yeah. So let's, yeah. <laughs> I think that was a great. Yeah. Blanco's giving me a thumbs up because one. we're, we're just gonna, we're gonna leave it there yeah. and leave it at, um, at uh, off the platform quarantine edition episode one thank you everybody (laughs) stay healthy stay safe please reach out to us we did just start well an instagram all right can you want to talk about that (laughs) no we just started an instagram uh there's nothing on it right now only because (laughs) only because uh I didn't want to start off with like episode eight so I kind of want to backdate it so when people find it uh there's some stuff about like episodes one through eight but we will start putting things on it very soon, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in a week. And so, yeah, you can, fi- you can find us at Off The Platform Podcast. Yeah. Very straightforward uh, on Instagram. And I'm also Fung. And I am Coach <laughs> Blanco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is Coach Blanco. And you can find the rest of our episodes at offtheplatform.net. And as always, it's, it's super important that that you share this if you like it because that's how people find us and we have 18 positive five-star reviews so please leave us a review or just click the five stars guys it takes like two seconds we really appreciate it yes thank you everybody yes we'll be releasing this very soon yeah right, like, like in the next in day because <laughs> i'm not planning on editing anything <laughs> out. all right hope yeah. everyone's doing well yeah.